Hey, hey. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Welcome to Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. I'm Kirsten Galfan, your host. I started my company, Fitness Inspired, in 2008. I have my master's degree in exercise science. And yeah, I started my company with the mission and the vision of making changes you love to live with. And I'm so excited to continue doing that every single day. And I'm going to be here weekly with your dose of inspiration, applications, strategies, and tips to make changes you love to live with. Hey, hey, hey. It's time for Sisters Talk Self-Care. I think we need a jingle for that. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. As I was like getting you hooked up, did you hear that I said, we need a jingle? Yes, and I strongly decline that <laughs> jingle. <laughs> you disagree. Okay. Yes. So it's that time of week. I'm so excited. We are going to talk about self-care as it relates to food and drink. Yes. Bring it. I was going to um, family feud style in honor of Alex Trebek passing away yesterday. Mm. He like, are you ready for a game of self-care or self-sabotage? Oh, true. <laughs> this is so true. <laughs> we need those little popsicle sticks where it either says self-care or self-sabotage. Yes. We'll get down with that. Not <sighs> table, though. <laughs> I like that. I really like that. And here's the thing is sometimes – the same thing could be self-care for one person and self-sabotage for another. And within the same person, at times, I can see how something would be a self-sabotage or a self-care. It just depends on the situation and the person. So uh, this isn't one size fits all here. Okay. Cool. But I think we can come up with some best practices, that's for sure, at least from your like hair and skin perspective and then my fitness perspective too, right? Yeah, definitely. Can we do it? Okay. So where do we want to go? Let's talk about drinking, drinking, self-care, self-sabotage. Oh my gosh. I'm going to write it on my hands. How about that? Drinking games. <laughs> drinking games. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about that. Um, okay. So I, Obviously, a self-care, not a self-sabotage. I, I mean, like, you would have to drink excessive water. But my self-care is drinking 100 ounces of water a day. Um, I was just actually talking to some friends this weekend about that. And it's crazy. Like, I can feel my skin start to tighten up when I don't mm. have that. We had a product knowledge class yesterday. We're talking about all the different products that have hydration in them. Okay. And I just think about, like, Yes, there's so many things that we spend money on that, like, help with hydration, blah, blah, blah. But it's free to just drink water. And yeah. that is, like, the most simple yet challenging thing you could do in a day. And there's, like, infinite um, happiness points for having a lot of water, whether it be your skin, your hair. Getting more know. steps in as you go to the bathroom a million times, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And obviously probably like on the, just like the healthy standpoint of like internally, but 
Mm -hmm. Um, Just like from a cosmetic standpoint, how important water is, it's just, it's so easy and it's so hard all the same time to get your water in in the day. Right. (laughs) Right. So uh, I would like to second all of those sayings. And then also one thing I've noticed in many of my fitness inspired clients, whenever someone like what I call it, de-ages themselves, I always pay attention because I know they're not having surgery or anything like that. And I pay attention. And the common denominators that I've found, granted, this isn't like a huge pool of research. This is just over, you know, the last like 15 years looking at my clients and how it works for them is when someone really does well, because we do like daily disciplines and stuff. And sometimes water is one of them. And that's definitely part of, you know, healthy living, right? So when someone does well or improves a lot with their water, eating, I think eating better is definitely on the list as well. And reducing their body fat, it like de-ages them. It's insane. They look younger. Their skin looks better. Like muscle just like holds the body well you know, from a vanity standpoint, and then also from an internal standpoint, we want to have muscles, like you were saying, um, with water. Uh, And then, you know, the hydration for your skin and stuff. And then also, I don't know, I'll have to look this up, but I feel like there's an association with elasticity. And how health is that right? Is that right? You think? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So The skin, like if someone works with me and loses weight in inches significantly, the skin, I always remind them the skin is the last to adjust. It takes the longest. And so if they have good elasticity of their skin, I mean, some of that's genetic, but then some, there's definitely healthy behaviors that we can focus on that will help that, help all those things. Well, I think like the most visually way to like, realize that lesson is your lips mm. um like okay. how much different your lips look just like instantly when you put some sort of hydration on them yeah. so think about like you can see all the wrinkles the any imperfections on your lips when you don't have any hydration on them and as soon as you do like how much more plump smoothed out they look so that's just the probably the easiest way to realize like that's how your whole body can be. Mind blown. I've never <laughs> thought about that. Yeah. <sighs> that's why I feel like in any like skincare line I see uh, when you have like some sort of lip serum, that sort of thing, like they hmm. always show those side by sides and it can like oh. happen instantly. So it's okay. just like the perfect visual to realize like right. what hydration can do to you. Okay. I love that. So let's, let's rein this tip in and remember that like self-care, we've talked about this many times. Think about it from the long term and it's bonus points. It's like awesome for most people and most personalities and our culture and all the things. If we can get an acute, acute, like right away reaction. And so that's a perfect example. So remembering your example, that's a great visual of your lips. And so the same thing, when you hydrate well, when you drink enough water that's good for your body, you have short-term helpful hints. 
and or helpful parts of it. And then definitely the long term. Yes. Yes. Good. Speaking of hydration, let's talk about dehydration when it comes to wine. <laughs> <laughs> And any sort of alcohol. Yes. And we have to look at our caffeine intake when it talks about dehydration. Oh, yeah. Damn. I know. I know. That's hard. Mm-hmm. So, since Was we're... it you that told me for every, like, cup of coffee you drink to drink a glass of water? Was that you that told me that? Yeah. I know. Yeah. So, I'm going to always drink a glass of water before having coffee. I'm a lot... Yeah. I know... And this is where it's different in different times of your life. For me right now, I've really reduced my coffee intake slash that's the only caffeine I get. So I've reduced that across the board. I feel my best with one cup of coffee. And then another, another, um, a day. So another thing, since we're going with the visuals, I'll just, this might be TMI for some people, but it might be super motivating for others. So here's the deal. This is something I've noticed um, anecdotally with myself. Um, I haven't, trust me, I haven't measured my clients on this. I don't think you'd want me to anyway. Here we go. You ready for this? Okay, so I've noticed when I drink too much coffee, when I have too much caffeine, uh, that affects, you know, your hydration, of course, and dehydration, what you're talking about. But another thing that I've noticed is I will get cellulite on the upper, my upper hamstring if I am drinking too much coffee and it will go away if I rein it in. Interesting. Isn't that insane? Well, I think that just goes back to like hydration, how it's sitting on your muscle. It's going to be a lot firmer if it's hydrated. That's true. And like... This is a big uh, misnomer with cellulite is it's all about the way the fat lays on the muscle. Right. Nothing else. So just because you have cellulite or don't have cellulite is all about how it lays on the muscle. So there's a little thing for you. But, I mean, that motivates me. That's one of the things. I mean, there's many other things that motivate me not to have 30 cups of coffee a day. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about some self-care <laughs> foods, um, self-care or self-sabotage foods. I think it's a really important time of year to kind of like keep that in check. Mm-hmm. Um, like kind of like what I was joking you about is one glass of wine can be self-care for me, but then finishing the bottle could definitely be self-sabotage. Yeah, um, 100%. But, yeah, so you kind of have more of a understanding of this part of the thing. I'm just yeah. like, milkshake, is that self-care? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. So um, I just had – I did a podcast interview with a registered dietitian who's also an intuitive uh, eating coach. And it's coming out this Wednesday, and I loved it. I'm not going to lie. There were some things, like, that she said could be a way of intuitive eating, and I'm like, I won't be doing that. But You love saying that. (laughs) Do I? Yeah. Come on. But here's the thing. 
And this this can be with the the information we're talking about all the time too. You can you do the same thing. Like you can take a piece of it or you can make a small step when we're saying like, oh, you know, you heard Allie say a hundred ounces of water a day. So if you look at yourself and you say, oh my goodness, <laughs> you measure how many ounces of water you're getting in a day. Like, let's say it's like 30. So, you know, my suggestion would be like, all right, this week, can you get it up to, I don't know, what seems like something you could do, like 50 this week and try to go and then, you know, piggyback off of it. So anyway, back to the intuitive eating stuff is so much of it is the mindset behind it and that you're present and paying attention to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether it's eating or drinking, like the first step, I believe, to eating and drinking for self-care reasons is to be present with what you're doing. And so I've been really aware of that lately. How many times have you been eating or drinking something and you're like, wait a minute, I just ate or drink all that? Or I just, what did I just eat? Yeah. Does that ever happen to you? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding me? But I think that's also like how you're saying being present with what you're deciding to be as like your self-care, whatever. Like if you decide like, okay, tonight I really just want a bowl of popcorn or something like as your, this is just going to fuel my soul, blah, 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 anything like that. You're not even going to enjoy it as much if you just, like, take the bowl of popcorn and, like, go sit and watch a movie. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whatever it's going Mm -hmm. to be, if you're not, like, Mm -hmm. actually realizing what you're doing, is it even that big of a, you know, fun moment for you or an exciting, like, soothing type of situation? Right. So we can use food as a tool to nourish us and to even, some would argue soothe and like it definitely fuels us right so those are all things to think about mm-hmm. and different so obviously you know what you're eating sometimes dang it you know some oreos is going to nourish me and that's okay <laughs> yeah um but i'm also a big believer in like um and then other times, if I did that all the time, one, I wouldn't appreciate it. Two, it would not be good for, I know it wouldn't nourish me well. It doesn't have a lot of nutrients in it. Um, so I think we need to, and I've talked a lot about this lately, because it's obviously something I'm working on. Instead of judging the crap out of ourselves, let's just like rein her back and say, okay. Is this going to nourish me right now? And if it is, try it out. See what it's like. Um, another thing we know that is good for self-care is moving, right? So one thing to do to help you if you tend to be an overeater, um, one thing to help you with that is say like, check in with yourself throughout the meal. Like, could I go and do moderate activity right now? And would that feel good? If not, maybe we should think about that. Um, I think it's kind of funny because no matter what we talk about or what theme we have for the week, I feel like no matter what, it goes back to like planning it 
uh, or like um, just really diving deep into what it is, if that makes sense. Like, um, like what fuels it? Like what causes you to want to do it? Is that what you mean or no? Yeah. And just okay. like, um, I think about what you always talk about during the holiday season about like planning your splurges, yeah. that sort of thing. Right. Um, I feel like it always goes back to if you have it scheduled in or if you have it in like this mindful way. Like mindful. Yeah. can be self-care for you. Like, Eating a piece of pumpkin pie can be your self-care for Absolutely. your day or for your week, but it's not going to, it's going to turn into a self-sabotage if you're one, doing it every day, or if two, you just like wake up and eat the pumpkin pie right away in the morning. Or, or if it spirals you to a bad place, or if yeah. you're looking at it, kids are so good at this and then we learn out of it. So Brady is so amazing at this. And I'm like, teach me your ways, child. He's three years old. He is so good at checking in with his body. He can be eating his favorite thing. And it can be his favorite treat. And he's in the middle of it. And he's done. He's done. And he's done. He's like, I'm, I'm done. I'm like, great. Awesome. He enjoyed it. It nourished him. He, it was intuitive but then he was like okay this either doesn't taste as good to me anymore I'm feeling full I'm feeling satisfied he was present with his with his food and then he's like I'm good but what happens is we teach ourselves out of that but if we can kind of just come back home come back like and be mindful as you said and think of this like okay would my three hours from now self think this is self-care or my three weeks or three years self think it's self-care. That's one thing, one filter we've thought about. Will this nourish me? Um, Is this a lifestyle that I want to have? Like I want to be able to have a splurge every once in a while and I don't want it to affect me in a negative way, right? So that's a lifestyle that I want. I think it's just like, it's just hard to really know exactly. I think this is what I talk about every single time almost like how to really know when it is truly like self care or if it is closer to a self sabotage. And why do you think that is, do you think it's like you want to let yourself off the hook and do the thing anyway? Is that maybe what it is? I think it probably could be a little bit of both. I don't know. Yeah. I just think about especially like how many people I talk to in a day that kind of essentially might be feeling that in some sort of way. Especially because I work in such a kind of like a indulgent industry, I could say. You know, a lot of times it is feeling like People feel guilty for maybe spending the money or being there for three hours. But then there's also the times when you're like, heck no, like I'm doing this for me. I'm, you know, I need this time, that sort of thing. So I think that's why I'm pretty hyper aware Mm. of that, like 
trying to decipher between the two. So I that example you just gave, I have like a very emotional reaction to that. When I hear someone say something like that, it usually comes out of a woman's mouth. And I'm sure you hear stuff like that in your chair. Um, and I hear a different version of that in my programs. But what I hear them saying under the surface is they believe, and I've been there, I'm not judging it, that they're not worth that or they don't deserve that or they had to earn that somehow. And I'm, I'm here to say right now, and I will stand by this, that you are, it doesn't matter what happened earlier in the day. It doesn't matter what happens later in the day. You are worthy of self-care. You are worthy of health. You are worthy of, you know, having kindness, you know, showing kindness and getting kindness. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's yeah. a real problem we have. I mean, I have it. I've been like, thinking about that, like, what is the real problem here, Kirsten? Oh, it's because I think I have to earn the crap out of this little, as you said, indulgence. And it's not, it's, it should, I want to encourage us to get like curious about what we're thinking that causes us to believe that way and say like, do I believe that? Like, do I believe what I say to my friend, you're not worth taking two hours out of your day once a month to, you know, take care of your, or just do this thing, like whatever. I get so fired up about it. Can you see the energy coming out of me? (laughs) Okay. So take it home. Take it home. Al, what do you think? No. You're like, Um, no. Self-care. Self-care or self-sabotage, get curious around it, try it out, see how it feels. So, but you have to be honest with yourself and that's part of the awareness piece, right? So Ellie has discovered, I'm sure firsthand, correct me if I'm wrong, that having a glass of wine and enjoying it and being present, not just like chugging the glass of wine Doing that feels like self-care at times, mm-hmm. but not paying attention to yourself drinking the wine and end up drinking a bottle of wine is self-sabotage for the next day. Right. Yeah, I think that's like the biggest part. Is I was kind of laughing to myself last night because I had two glasses of wine and I was like, this is really good. <laughs> and... But I, I thought to myself, if I have another glass of wine, I am not going to want to wake up and work out in the morning. Yep. And so that's when it becomes like last night I would have not felt like that was self-sabotage. But yeah. when it trickles into other parts of your life and other areas that is way more self-care. Like moving my body in the morning makes me a better leader a better hairdresser, a better human, yeah. um, happier, that sort of thing. So, yeah. like, when it's trickling into other things that are way more important on your scale of self-care, that's yeah. another reason when you're like, whoa, 
dial it in, sister. <laughs> right. But, and then don't be like, then what I tend to do is put enormous amounts of pressure on, and that's not helpful either. No, so, no, I don't think it's yeah. like any sort of pressure. It's just like, I think maybe that's a, I have a level system of like, mm. if this is going to affect this, and mm-hmm. this is more important in yeah. fueling and refreshing your body, then it's not worth it. And know, like, and know what motivates you too. So like, okay, so for one person, it could be, uh, the, you know, drinking three glasses of wine would make you not want to work out in the morning. I would still, I could drink three glasses of wine and still work out. So that might not help me. But hearing you say the stuff about skin and hydration, I know alcohol dehydrates and, um, and things like that. So I could think of it like, okay, I'm going to look like crap tomorrow because I'm going to be dehydrated and maybe that will help me because I'm going to wake up and work out anyway. Or like, maybe it's this, like we have to see what motivates us and don't judge ourselves on it. Help, help it be a strategy to help us do the thing we want to do. And I'll say one more thing on it. Once we figure out this is self-care for me. This is self-sabotage. I want to do more of the self-care, less of the self-sabotage. Once you once you figure that out for yourself in a current season, I want you to try to make your environment easier for the self-care and harder for the self-sabotage. Love it. Yes. Boom. Let's do the thing. Put it on your mirror. Do the thing. Let's do it. All right. Awesome. Have a great day. Yeah. Thank you. See ya. Thank you for listening to Making Changes You Love to Live With Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe. It's completely free. And share this with a friend. You never know when you could just make their day. And last thing is get on our list for our hump day inspiration. And that can be found at livefitnessinspired.com. All of this is free. Have a great day and I'll talk to you next week.